On this post-game reaction episode, we talk about the big 5-3 win in Game 2. Lightning tied up after a disappointing 5-0 loss in Game 1. We talk all about that more, but first, as always, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'd just like to thank all of you for making us your first listen or watch of the day. To those of you who are watching on YouTube, thank you for helping us grow the channel. And go ahead and like and subscribe. Uh, subscribe, thumbs up, hit that notification bell. And if you're listening to us on an audio platform, go ahead and hit the follow button. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, so... <laughs> Wow, uh, what a fantastic game from the Lightning. What a way to bounce back. And, and you almost had to figure that this was going to happen. You, you can never count this team out, uh, especially after a game in which they've struggled. You, you, I mean, that's the one thing with this team. Uh, you, you, have, you haven't seen thus far really that, that, that often where it was in convincing style uh, during the regular season. But in the playoffs, last two years, 14-0 uh, and 0 coming into this game after losing a game. In the playoffs, uh, just I, I i mean, what else is there to say? You know, sometimes you forget with the way they've played, especially in game one of the series, about how deep this team is, not just in talent, but in veteran leadership. And and when you look at the names, it, you always always just forget and you just kind of take it for granted. But wow, what a fantastic performance by this team. Um, just another uh, just instance of, of them showing why they're the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. Uh, goals from Victor Hedman, Corey Perry, Nikita Kucherov, uh, Braden Point, Brandon Hagel. Uh, four out of those five guys have a ton of playoff experience. Uh, points coming from Hedman, of course, Kalorn, uh, Stamkos, uh, Paul, and Kuch. Uh, so, so really just, you know, you saw, saw a nice mix of guys getting in on it. Uh, Point had a fantastic game overall, six shots on goal. Uh, Corey Perry was in the mix of it, four shots on goals himself. Uh, Hagel, five shots on goal. Uh, Sorelli and Colton were also in the mi- in the thick of it. Uh, Kucherov, like I stated in the previous episode, really needed to get involved in this game. Four shots on goal in this. So uh, really a lot of aggressiveness that you saw in this game. And, and guys were really going for it early on, and that, that was really the important thing. That was the thing that I really stressed a lot on the post-game, uh, uh, the pre-game episode that we posted this morning or this evening, excuse me, three for seven on the power play, uh, really just stressed that out. I mean, everything that we spoke about in the previous episode uh, early on today, they did. They went out and, and did it, I, except for maybe the face-off percentage, you know, 45% as opposed to 55 for the Leafs. Not too crazy about that. The Lightning did a very good job of playing within their game, not overreaching in terms of playing any one singular aspect of the game, just a full game, 200 feet kind of ran out of gas there at the end, but not too worried about that. And then of course, one of the bigger stories, uh, Andre Vasilevsky stopping 31 or 34 shots tonight, making a couple of big saves early on, giving a lot of momentum to this team. So just fantastic showing from this team 
from top to bottom. Uh, so let, let's start with Victor Hedman in this game. Uh, Vic, Head, Head looked just fantastic. Four, uh, four points total, three shots on goal, a goal and three assists. Uh, vintage playoff Victor Hedman in this game. This was what we saw out of him in, in, in the bubble a couple of years ago. Really just how aggressive he was from the the – the this from the from the point but really he got his goal tonight uh, on pretty much a bad bounce uh play broke down in the middle of the ice near the slot and and you just forgot about the 6-6 defender down low all by himself and just the wherewithal and and just the common collective nature of the veteran presence that is Victor Hedman not just slapping the puck right away as it soon as it, as soon as it comes on his stick but kind of just dangling a little bit, make Campbell kind of think about it for a half a second or so, realizing that the pl- that the period is only seconds away from ending and and not giving any, not leading anything up to chance in terms of if if you know you don't hit this shot, you know the Leafs have one more chance to race down the ice, or you know if you score this goal, you know don't give too much uh, time left on the clock for the Leafs to kind of make one last rush. So just a what a fantastic way to to get that first goal of the night and and into the first intermission with a lead on the power play which was a huge deal at the time uh i mean it's a huge deal in general in this game uh after going 0 for 5 in, in in game one i i think it was very fitting that this lightning team got their first goal of the game on the power play just to kind of get that monkey off their back in, in this series so that was fantastic to see and then you get goals from Corey perry and nikita kucherov in the second period Kita Kucherov power play goal just continues to 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 impress and and really show why he's one of the best forwards in the entire National Hockey League uh, and in in the playoffs. I mean, when for the most part, when ex- actually except for last game, when 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 eight six is in the playoffs, uh, just something flips and and you saw it in this game. Uh, I stressed a ton on the last episode about. You know, the more shots he takes over the course of a game, the better he gets. Uh, midway through the second period, he already had four. Uh, and, and that shows you – he already had three, excuse me, and then he ended up with four. So he only took one more for the rest of the game. But uh, another fantastic job from him showing uh, just how dangerous he is whenever he shoots or or whenever he just has the puck in general really – makes the opposing team really think about it when he has the puck in, in the low slot near the circle. Uh, one point and, and three points total in this game for Kucherov, so that was great to see. Corey Perry kind of figured he was going to score a goal as well it, it, just by the way the game was going in this. Uh, a playoff veteran already had, you know, he's played in, against the Lightning the last two years, so he knows what to expect out of this team. Uh, but or, And he has a cup as well. He was on those Ducks teams that made it. Uh, in the early 2000s so he knows a thing or two about winning a cup so uh you know really if you want to look at the one key in this game as to why the lightning were able to turn it around and that was just the veteran veteran leadership that they have uh there was a stat um that espn put up during the course of the game uh just showing that uh a lot of these this this team total really just has over 700 career playoff playoff games played and and you know that's that's the best thing that you can have in your pocket when, especially when you're down a series as early on as one nothing. Uh, you know, like I stated on the last episode, not entirely a big deal that this team lost game one. It was more so in the manner that they lost game one that was more concerning to me. 
but the fact that they bounced back with such authority, the way that they were asserting themselves early on, jumping on the Maple Leafs, especially at one point in the third period where I, the game was 5-2 and you could literally hear a pin drop in Scotiabank. Uh, that's the thing you kind of live for as a Lightning fan or as a team of uh, any opposing team, a fan of any opposing team that goes into Scotiabank up in Toronto. So fantastic game from the Lightning. Uh, good bounce back game to bring things uh, back into Amelie uh, with the series tied and, and on your home ice. So we'll talk about uh, more from this game as well as game three uh, in just a bit. But first, we got to take a break and talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com saves you time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving the do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution for your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you're staying right here as always. And of course, if you're listening on an audio platform, you're coming back right now, joining us after the break. So what a fantastic game uh, and and really a, a great bounce back game from this Lightning team. Like I stated early on, you kind of expected a kind of a response in game two uh, from this team, given the amount of veteran presence that is on this team. Like I said, over 700 career playoff games uh, combined for all the players on this team. There is a couple of players that still have not played this is really this is really only their first playoff uh, game, couple of games. You know, guys like like Brandon Hagel who got his first career goal on this one. Uh, so what a fantastic goal from him as well. Glad to see him get going. Hopefully, this is the start of of more for him. I, I was talking a couple. Uh, I was talking to a few fans before the game. I said it was very important, or would have liked to have seen uh, Braden Point get get going, which obviously we all know what he does when he gets rolling in the playoffs. Probably one of the better uh, playoff players that we have seen in, in recent years. I like to equate him to uh, his performance in recent years to what Madison Bumgarner did when he was with the San Francisco Giants, those three championship runs they made uh, in the mid 2000s. Uh, but, you know, glad to see him going, glad to see, uh, you know, Brandon Hagel going glad. Hopefully, you know, we could start to see Anthony Sorelli get things going. Uh, not, you know, one fan tweeted to me saying he's not a good finisher. You know, he doesn't need to be a good finisher. We don't need him particularly to be scoring goals here and there. Uh, just, you know, once, you know, he gets going, once he gets free flowing, uh, he can make things happen. And that's all we need uh, from from a guy like Sorelli. And we just need him to play well. Uh, on both sides of the ice, especially win faceoffs. Uh, one guy I want to give a shout out to on this team who just continues to impress, who continues to make Julian Brisebois look like an absolute genius. And that is Nick Paul picking up a point in this game in 19 minutes of ice time. Uh, Nick Paul just everywhere, everywhere. Uh, the, the earth is covered by 75% of water, and the other 25% is covered by Nick Paul. So, you know, those percentages are probably a little bit off, but at the same time, I mean, 
Nick Paul has just been doing a fantastic job ever since he was traded here from Ottawa. You know, you, you hate to see guys like Matthew Joseph get traded, but when, you know, no disrespect to, to Matthew Joseph, but when you get a guy like Nick Paul who seems and, and has shown that he could do a little bit of everything, uh, the the loss of a beloved player isn't as hard, especially doesn't hit as hard, especially when you have this guy. Uh, two takeaways tonight, 43% in the faceoff circle, just absolute, it, it, uh, an absolute wrecking ball along the boards. Uh, what more can you say about this guy? I'm not expecting him to obviously score goals out there constantly, but if we could get kind of what we saw from Barkley Goodrow out of Nick Paul, basically what we have seen thus far has been almost identical. I think the Lightning are in pretty good shape, and, and this guy has already, especially to me, has won himself a ton of fans. Um, another another great performance tonight from Alex Kalorn. Uh, just another uh, a performance similar to that of, of Nick Paul. Uh, just an absolute human wrecking ball out there. Being able to create a lot of traffic in front, being able to push out opposing players in front of Vasilevsky. Just just doing a little bit of everything out there. Like I said, when this team does the little things right consistently, the big things will fall in line. And we saw that tonight. Uh, the big Nate, the big guys, the big guns on this team were able to go out there and score goals. And, and that was really the deciding factor. I think if you don't allow the big guys go out and score goals and, and put up points, uh, that, that little last-minute surge of those last five minutes uh, in the third period by the Toronto Maple Leafs would have meant probably a lot more uh, that third period, like I said, uh, the, the Maple Leafs scored uh, two goals to, to put the game within two uh, within two goals. Um, that last goal was a little concerning. You could tell with 1543 left in the third, a shorthand there by Alex Kerfoot. Um, I mean, that was something that we saw in our and one of our loyal listeners who I mentioned him here before on the show. Micah pointed it out perfectly to me after the game that, you know, we kind of saw a little bit of uh, game one towards the end of this period. And and so I, I, I'm i not concerned too much about it. I think the Lightning are going to be fine. I think it was if you were ever going to have some sort of a relapse in a game like this in a playoff game, it, it they might as well have had it in the last five, five and four and a half minutes, um, you know, especially with the Lightning going back down home. Uh, to Tampa, I think that we we won't have a problem with this. I think they just ran out a little bit of steam. Um, I don't think so much as they took their foot off the pedal there, but they'll definitely maybe make a point of it to kind of keep uh, keep the hammer down uh, in next game, especially if they grab a big lead, one as such as they did. Uh, the thing that really, uh, really, really came out to me in this game that I think was the deciding factor Obviously, you could look at the goals as a big factor in the aggressiveness of this team, but I think what it comes down to it, and this is the case for any playoff run or any playoff team, is the goaltending. Andre Vasilevsky, like I said, 31 of 34 in the crease tonight, making a couple of huge saves um, tonight, really, and, and really being a wall, uh, making eight of eight saves on the power play, too. So uh, just really coming up with the big, big saves when need be. Uh, making all the big saves, uh, just really not doing a lot in terms of flashiness. Yeah, you saw some, like I said, some big saves where he was kind of waving his glove hand around, uh, waving a couple of uh, 
you know, his block around here and there, you know, scrambling just a little bit. But I have to say, and maybe some people might disagree with me, it's the games where Vasilevsky doesn't have to jump around and and do a whole ton when he could just stay in and stick to the basics that's the most dangerous and for the most part we saw that out of him tonight and i mean the results speak for themselves uh like i said saving 31 to 34 really made the toronto maple leafs a team that was one of the higher scoring teams in the nhl during the regular season uh look almost mortal uh like i said there was a little bit of of a resurgence there at the end like don't 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 forget up until the marner goal they were down by four goals uh and and it looked like they were going to stay that way and then just kind of that freak thing on the marner goal uh from muslin and matthews there a little bit of a uh, of a situation in which the, the play broke down along the boards and the puck just squeaked out to the slot and it found marner right down low and i mean that 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 kind of play really goes back to just the lightning just kind of dropping the ball in front of the net. I mean, there was only so much Vasilevsky could do when when top scorers such as uh, Mitch Marner are able to get that much space down low uh, within inches of him. So, I mean, I'm not going to kill Vasilevsky there. Like I said, I thought he played a very, very fundamentally sound game. Um, didn't overcommit too much on on a lot of shots pretty much for the same part stayed home and he didn't have to just because he's such a big goaltender where he doesn't have to come out of the crease as much um and and so like i said um as long as you give him a little bit of space in front to see where the, the shots are coming from and espn showed a couple of shots from the point uh from their camera angle where you could tell uh for the most part, he wasn't obstructed. So kudos to the Lightning for for making the adjustments and, and allowing Vasilevsky to just do what he is so good at doing, and that is obviously stopping the puck. So we'll wrap things up, talk a little bit about game three, what to expect going forward, and some of the guys we hope to see kind of get things going. We've, we've already mentioned some of them here already, but uh, I'm going to talk about our last sponsor of the episode as well as jump to a quick break for all of you listening on the audio platform and our last sponsor is built bar now this is going to be a long playoff run everybody so you're going to want to have some snacks next to you whether you're sitting on the couch whether you're sitting outdoors if you have one of those fancy uh, outdoor televisions on your patio or on your back porch and you're definitely going to want to grab something healthy so definitely want to grab a built bar and the best part about a built bar is that they're healthy and delicious no more sacrificing delicious food for health with built bar you can have both and it's easy all you have to do is go to built.com and order now all built bars and puffs are covered in a hundred percent real chocolate that means with built bar you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it and built bar makes something that is for everyone they have a ton of flavors Uh, My favorite flavor right now is the banana cream pie. They also have raspberry double chocolate and so many more flavors. You could mix and match. You could order maybe a few just to kind of get your bearings on what you like. Or you could just get a variety pack. That's the best thing about Built Bar. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You go 50% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 50% off on your next order at Built.com. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you know the drill. We're staying right here. And if you're listening to us on an audio platform, you are joining us back after the break. So uh, before we get into it, I just want to thank all of you once again, as I always like to, for for supporting the show. I mean, you guys, every year, it gets crazier and crazier and crazier. The enthusiasm 
over these last three playoff runs. I mean, we're only in game two of this third season, this third playoff run that this show has been so lucky to be a part of. And it's all because of you that we're able to do this on a yearly basis. Of course, the Lightning being as as good as they are, uh, that definitely helps us out a ton too. Everybody enjoy things more uh, instead of thinking about what the off season's going to look like maybe, but uh, we don't have to worry about that for a couple of uh, maybe about five, 10 years, but uh, yeah. So we like to thank all of you. And if you are watching or listening to us for the first time, go ahead and give us a follow on our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. If you want to give me a follow tweet to me during the game or after the game or at any point asking questions or just making a comment or whatever the case may be, go ahead and give me a shout out on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I always reach out. I always try to get back to everybody's tweets and messages when I can. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Love hearing from all of you. So really just an impressive game. Now the Lightning are 15-0 and after losing a game in the playoffs over their last two years. Actually, the last three years, I guess, since, since 2020. So uh, this team has shown that they have... They are probably they're probably more dangerous if you look at the numbers now. Uh, when they lose a game, uh, they're probably they're just one of those teams where, um, like, I don't want to get corny here or anything, but it's like the song "I Get Knocked Down But I Get Up Get Up Again," where I feel like with the Lightning, it's just I get knocked down and I get up, and we're gonna beat your ass. I, I mean, I feel like I just quoted Stone Cold Steve Austin at some point in that sentence. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the Lightning looking fantastic, looking like a Stanley Cup champion, looking like a two-time Stanley, Stanley, two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, and all the usual suspects were involved. And really, looking at this game, the things that makes me wonder, and I tweeted it out during the game, was that Victor Hedman uh, already making his case for another Conn Smythe Trophy. Uh, for those of you who don't know or st- do re- don't remember, uh, Hedman won the Conn Smythe back in the bubble in 2020. And what a fantastic run that was. I mean, to see Hedman play the way he did in 2020, he played well in the la- in last year's playoff run as well. But la- that that his his performance in the bubble was just unbelievable. And I feel like the Lightning are such a better team especially when you have him involved offensively as well as Kucherov involved offensively. Um, We've said it at normal at at, at several times during the season. When you have the lightnings, big guns involved, uh, this team is just virtually unbeatable because it it, it really makes things a lot more uh, easier for Vazzy. Because I mean, if you get, if you get performances on a nightly basis like Kucherov where he's, where he's hitting four or five shots on net, usually he's going to get – he's one of those four or five shots is going to be a goal. I mean, that's just the way the numbers work. Uh, his shooting percentage is that good. Uh, and, and and even Braden Point, what, what I saw out of him that we haven't really seen in a while from him was that he takes the puck at the other blue line and he just takes it down the ice by himself. It almost looks like the lightning are just like – Let's just get out of the way and let him do his work. And and that's something that I would like to see from Braden Point more often. Um, we haven't seen that a whole ton from him this year. We've seen little intervals of that 
here and there, but I, I feel like that's something he just kind of turns on when he gets into the playoffs. And it's a huge, huge uh, reason as to why he's so successful and dangerous because uh, the only other player, and, and this is showing you how dangerous he is with his ability to skate and, and how, how fast he is and dangerous and just how good his hands are and skillful he is. The only other player that I've ever seen uh, recently over the last five years that has that same type of ability and just kind of just overwhelms teams like that in such a way is Connor McDavid. And the fact that, you know, anytime you, you mention a player uh, skill wise, skating wise in the same breath or a conversation is Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, that shows you how elite they are. Uh, we've spoken many times on this show, how, how I think underrated and undervalued Braden Point is to maybe the rest of the National Hockey League, uh, at least other fans. I'm sure GMs and, and players realize how good Braden Point is. But, I mean, y- you look at what this guy does in the playoffs, and if he could get going, if we could get – I'm telling you right now, if because Vasilevsky is going to be Vasilevsky, and, and I think this is a good place to end it because, really, I, I, I am making my first guarantee – of the playoffs well sort of guarantee i mean you could take it as you will but if we could get a four five shot night per game out of nikita kucherov uh a three to four shot night out of victor hedman in which he accumulates or he accumulates three points or more and you get at least a, a point or more a point a game out of Braden point going forward because we know vasileski is going to be vasileski so that is that is a goal a game Kucherov or a two or two point more game out of Hedman and a point a night Braden point. I don't see a team in the National Hockey League, at least in the Eastern Conference, that is going to be able to stop the lightning. Now that is that is obviously based off of game two the lightning need to replicate that going forward easier said and said than done but they've been able to do that two straight years in a row um the only thing that state stands in their way when it comes to that really is teams picking up on them uh being able to shut them down standing them up standing them up at the blue line which we saw in game one the entry zone uh, play was just absolutely atrocious, a whole lot better in this game. I think what it was really with that was that the Lightning were more clumped together down the middle, trying to penetrate the middles towards the slot area um, going into the zone. And Toronto picked up on that relatively easily and early, where in this game you could tell that they were more spread out and they were really trying to play more along the boards and, and allow guys like Kucherov and Stamkos and, and Hedman kind of just able to do their own thing. So hopefully they could carry that performance, carry that game plan into game three. We'll talk about that more uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's episode, tomorrow being Thursday. So check that out. And once again, go ahead, like, and subscribe to the show. Give us a follow on social media at our social media platforms down below. Drop us a like uh, on our YouTube page. Drop a subscription. Uh, follow us, tell tell your friends, tell your family uh, that we are back and better than ever. I mean, we've always been here, but you know, it's another season, another playoff run here. 
uh, on Locked On Lightning. Just absolutely wild. Love doing these post-game reactions, so keep an eye out for that as well. We're also dropping Locked On Nows. I've already told some of you what the Locked On Nows are all about, so go ahead and look out for those. Uh, so in the meantime, that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.